then they just like we terminate your contract so and yeah. i was like what <laughs> absolutely shocked yeah like, they re realized what happened and i was like oh my god i don't have a job i mean like the sentence was like it's definitely the worst year to be fired <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, I'm Chris Hall and this is the Downtime Podcast, where we're going to be taking you deeper than ever into the gravity-based side of mountain biking. This week's episode isn't supported by any brands, but I have got a couple of amazing offers for you nonetheless. Before we dive into those offers, if you're keen on supporting the podcast during what seems like a challenging period, the best way to do so is through Patreon. Visit patreon.com forward slash downtime podcast to lend a hand. I understand that times are tough for many right now, so if you can contribute, it is genuinely appreciated. Now on to the exciting stuff. We are one have had a blast supporting the podcast this year and as a thank you to our incredible downtime listeners for the remainder of the year they're offering a whopping 20% off site-wide on all of their top-notch products. Seize this opportunity until the end of 2023 at we are using the code downtime December 2023. That's downtime with a capital D December with a capital D followed by the number 2023 all one word over at we are and there's more too. Miss Spence Summers is joining the party with a generous 10% off everything until the year's end. Whether you're eyeing their fantastic yearbooks for downhill and enduro racing, eager for some downtime EP in your life, or looking to snag some of the best riding merch in the business, then head over to misspentsummers.com and use the code DOWNTIME, all lowercase, to get your 10% off. Also, don't forget to follow the podcast to make sure you never miss an episode. You can do that by hitting that button in your podcast app now, or there's buttons for all the major platforms to help you over at downtimepodcast.com forward slash follow. You can either listen to today's episode right here, or if you'd prefer to watch it, you can now do that over on my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash at downtime podcast. I'll stick a link to the video and everything else I've mentioned in this intro in the show notes over on my website, downtimepodcast.com. All right, today I'm excited to have Noga Karen with us. Now, you're likely aware of the unexpected turn of events earlier this year when Noga was released from her contract with GT Factory Racing. In the spirit of transparency, I want to address that this episode initially included a few more details from Noga's perspective regarding the contract termination. However, due to the legal sensitivity of the matter and the challenge of reconciling differing accounts between both parties, I've made some slight edits. This was done to ensure that only factual information is presented, respecting the complexities of the situation. In this episode, we delve into Noga's 2023 season and navigate through the challenges of losing her ride mid-season. Noga shares the inside scoop on crafting her own race program, aptly named Team Improvise. Hear about the incredible moment when Commensal stepped in with a bike right between practice and race at Pietro Laguerre. We also explore the friendship between Noga and downhill rider Valley Hull. Tune in for an inspiring conversation filled with resilience, quick thinking and the camaraderie that makes the mountain biking community truly special. So, without further ado, here's Noga Korem. Noga Korem, welcome back to the Downtime Podcast. It's been um, a little while since we last chatted on the show. It was October 2021, believe it or not, in mm. in Leithen. Uh, a lot of water under the bridge since then, but I've noticed you spent a little bit of time on a downhill bike since we last chatted, which kind of caught me by <laughs> surprise. Um, talk, talk us through that. Like, What, what drove you to... Um, to get onto a downhill bike and is it something you rode like in the past or is this a new thing for you yeah so first thanks for hosting me again i'm happy to be here uh yeah so as for downhill it's actually that was my first love mm -hmm. with uh riding uh at home there wasn't really a big downhill scene but there were a couple races and 
Uh, that's how I started more with jumps and downhill. I don't know if you can call it downhill, but wanna be <laughs> downhill. Um, so, and then when I was, I think, 16, I had to choose between downhill and cross country. And uh, in XE, you have a lot more support because it's an Olympic sport yeah. and it's pretty hard to be a downhill racer coming from <laughs> Israel. Um, so, uh, I, I still don't know why and how, but I did chose XE. Uh -huh. Uh, and I did that for about eight years, uh, raced World Cups and tried to get to the Olympic. Didn't, mm -hmm. didn't make it eventually, but uh, always, when I, always when I was at the races, I always looked at the downhill races and I was like, wow, I wish. <laughs> it, it was always my dream uh, to do it. And actually, when I first signed with the GT, I told them that that's actually yeah. my dream. I, I mean... A bit of a coincidence in cross country and a bit of coincidence in enduro mm -hmm. and downhill was always my dream. Uh, so I, I have no idea why I <laughs> I did all this long way to to get there. Uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, always wanted to do it and was supposed to do it uh, first year with GT and then things didn't work out as we hoped. Uh -huh. So it took some time and yeah, eventually I think. Was it Leger, my first? Oh, I can't remember if it was Leger, my Not first sure, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah, maybe it was here. In town here. It's a yeah. good, good place to go for your first one. Yeah. It's such a good track. It was uh, a bit faster. Like, the top was pretty fast. Yeah. And uh, it was a bit overwhelming, but it was so cool to... Yeah, so cool to be part of it. And I was very, very excited. Also, like, Wynn told me last minute, like, hey, why don't you race Leger? I was like, hmm. Okay. That's a good question because <laughs> we had an enduro right after. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, just did it without really uh, practicing on the bike and stuff, but it, it just worked out and yeah. I even qualified. So that was really, really cool. Yeah. And yeah, I think I was a bit better when I was younger and had no fear. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that changes, huh? For yeah, sure. I, I, yeah, I do feel it a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely more scared than before. Uh -huh. Like I used to be the first one to do the jumps and now I'm like, oh my God, do I have to do it? <laughs> yeah, can I send someone else <laughs> yeah. over that first? <laughs> I have to see a couple of girls do, the, do it before <laughs> I do. So, yeah. Yeah, so that that's basically, yeah. Yeah, and you, you've like formed a good friendship with our uh, two-time uh, elite <laughs> female world champion, Valley Hall. Yeah. How did you guys end up like hanging out together? Because you've spent a lot of time together in the last few years. Yeah, true. Um... I'm not sure exactly. Like, I just remember uh, Cecile said when she was racing downhill, she said there is this little crazy girl, Vali, that she's super cool. And then I met someone who's super quiet, and I was like, well, Cecile said she's cool, so she must be cool. Because yeah. Cecile, I mean, the queen, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then I met her in a few races, and we just become friends through, yeah, just we're riding together. Yeah. And yeah, just started to hang out more and more and it was pretty cool. And I actually uh, drove together with her from Lunenville to here. Nice. And uh, I told her it's very cool to see the valley she is now because two years ago we met here. Yeah. And she was a completely different valley. I don't know if she's going to kill me that I say it. <laughs> but we, we met for coffee and she was like, I don't know how many years I want to do it. Oh, I don't really like it. It's like, ah, it doesn't work. Ah, it's not fun. La, 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 la. And I'm like, how can you not enjoy? I mean, you have everything. You have super supportive team. And somehow she managed to switch. Yeah. And yeah, to find the joy and 
to me to see it from the outside it's really cool the different I mean it's the same place so it's like the different between these two years it's uh, really made me very happy yeah, to see but... it and I think she's in a very good place and I think she has the right people around her so it's cool to see it from yeah from from the side yeah definitely yeah she's on a real like strong performance year hey? yeah. like just seems to be clicking into place finally like the valley mm -hmm. that everyone I think expected to see yeah there was a lot of weight on her shoulders coming exactly. from junior into a into elite and for her to go through that and be able to like deal with everything that went against her and turn mm. it around and come back to this is yeah is ace eh? it's cool to see yeah i think for her it was very difficult to have all that pressure obviously she puts probably the most pressure on herself mm -hmm. but also yeah these days with instagram and there is so much pressure from the outside and yeah. you like you can speak to to your uh, like to someone you really admire you can just write him a message on instagram and there is no much distance yeah, so yeah. i guess it's very hard to get confused by that and like when sometimes people forget that they actually speak to human being and when they write you a message on instagram you actually read it so i think that was pretty pretty hard to deal with and to just to find her own joy and to remember why she started which yeah. i think it's something that happens to all of us like all of us racers we have sometimes that we like our job more and sometimes less and sometimes it feels like a job and sometimes you're like wow i'm so lucky to earn <laughs> money from from riding bikes yeah so uh, i think yeah each one of us has it but i think because she was so famous so young yes then it definitely make her life made her life harder yeah uh but she totally nailed it and yeah i hope she just uh continue to to be happy and to yeah enjoy what she does yeah. and I think we see it on the bike. We're definitely seeing it, yeah. which is super cool. Yeah, how how do you think that relationship has benefited the two of you? Um, I don't know. I never thought about about it like that. Okay. Um, like, have you learned think, from her? Or she learned. Yeah, from you? for no, sure. Yeah. I mean, I I hate riding behind her because I <laughs> I don't even look at the trail. I just look how how she rides, and I'm like amazed about how pretty you can ride a bike. So I don't know if it's good for me to follow her because it's too dangerous. No, I'm joking. Um, it's, it's yeah, for sure. For me, it's sick to have someone so good to, to follow and ride with. And yeah. uh, I guess she learns a little bit from me from, unfortunately, I'm pretty old right now. So <laughs> she can learn a little bit from the experience. And uh -huh. uh, yeah, sometimes manage to to be in a, in a good mood and... Uh, yeah, you know, like the the fun is fast uh, spirit. Yeah, and definitely. I think she 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 nailing it. <laughs> yeah, she's doing that for sure. Yeah, yeah, and you've always brought a bit of that thing. Like you've always got a yeah. smile on your face every time I see you at Trying a race. To. Like, <laughs> yeah, you seem to manage yeah, to yeah. keep keep pretty buoyant. Yeah, Let's... I definitely think it it makes you a better rider. I mean, I used to ride cross country, and uh -huh. I cannot say I was happy there. <laughs> uh, so I would say I've been in the less happy place and yeah. deal with less pleasant stuff uh, and i think when coming to enduro i promised myself that i do it as long as i enjoy it okay uh and obviously there is ups and down it's not like i wake up every morning and i'm like oh yeah i have four hour ride let's go <laughs> so it's not always like that but sometimes you you know you get to the top of the mountain and you're just like wow that's cool that this is my job yeah it's pretty amazing so, sometimes hey exactly so i guess for everyone is a bit ups and downs but you need to make sure that it's most of the time 
uh, you're enjoying it. Otherwise, yeah. it's better to to do something else. It's a, <laughs> yeah, it's a good way to look at things. Yeah. Let's talk a bit about the start of this season. So it was the first time that Injury became a, a World Cup, which is cool, like coming in mm-hmm. under that big World Cup organization and you know having that title in front of it. And we started out the season uh, in the Southern Hemisphere. Yeah. Big travel for everyone from uh, this part of the world. But like, how, how was it? How did you feel coming into the year? I I actually I never feel good coming to the year. I okay. always have like in the last couple of years I always have some issues over the off season. I uh-huh. had like few concussions. Started with a stupid road crash, uh-huh. uh, first ever road crash in like fifteen years. That's no way. impressive. Well, uh, like fully of your own doing, or were there no, cars? I, or I was actually yeah, it was only myself. Uh, uh-huh. My mistake. I was uh, on a road training camp with downhill girls with okay. uh, Vali and Nina. Oh, and nice. the other girls and uh, um, I don't know I was just like chilling on the way down and suddenly found myself on the floor no, no and way. Uh, yeah <laughs> somehow and it was uh, I thought I'm fine and was just like suffering and the yeah. girls were like hey I think you should let's take a taxi back and I was like no no I came for a training camp like full <laughs> on like come on this season has to be good and I was super motivated and then when I got to the apartment, I saw the helmet is broken and oh, Vali is no. like, you got a concussion. And I'm like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Luckily, uh, thanks to her and Greg, her physio, they used to be uh-huh. ours. Uh, I didn't row the next day. And okay. then I, I saw it took me some time to recover. So yeah. that's that's a big thing. This it's concussion easy, easy to miss like those initials because yeah. you're probably not in a state of mind to be able to make sensible decisions, really. If you yeah. your head. That's the problem. Like, exactly. It yeah. needs to be taken out of your hands almost. Like mm. It feels like they did a bit with you in that instance. Yeah, I think it's so important to always have someone next to you. Yeah. And that's why I don't like riding alone because you, you never know. And it's, it's really good uh, to have someone that knows how you are. And if yeah. he says you're off, then you, you're probably off. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's that's good, and there is some base base test I heard about. I, mm-hmm. I still haven't done it, but I think once I'm settled and yeah. uh, <laughs> without any concussion symptoms, <laughs> oh, probably I should do it. Yeah. yeah, cool. So you came into the season with suboptimal preparation, would you say? Yeah, exactly. Like didn't felt super confident, and just had some ups and downs in the off season. Was yeah. sick a little bit, so yeah, didn't felt super confident, but I was okay with it, and. I, I still thought I can do, yeah, solid results. Yeah. Uh, so we had the first race in Medina. So I didn't know what to expect. And I was actually so impressed of the place. I mean, this is paradise. I mean, it's very, it's very far, yeah. this little piece of paradise. But it's such an amazing place. Um, and I was, yeah, the trails were really sick. It looked incredible. And yeah. literally everyone I've spoken to that's been is like, you have to go to Medina. Honestly, it's yeah. like the other side of the world, completely other side. Yeah. But it's, wow, such a <laughs> paradise. And it's, yeah, I was just not expecting it because we were in Derby before mm-hmm. two times. Uh, but it's totally different. And yeah, I really, really enjoyed the place. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember already, but I think I was somewhere in the top 10. Ninth. Oh, you're you're better than me. Good job. Uh, yeah, and uh, was like a okay start. Obviously, yeah. I always want to be in the top five, but these days it's, uh, it's this hard, game eh? is really really hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. more like, so than ever before. Again, in in women's categories yeah. across downhill and uh, enduro, it's yeah. getting tighter and more packed mm. full of talent, which is awesome. But yeah, and the make, girls are just so fast. I I, yeah. I just cannot understand. 
how can they go so fast? <laughs> like, I don't know what they do that I don't do because uh, I do work hard. So I don't know. But like very, very impressive to see them yeah. going so fast. So it's it's also cool. I mean, it's not that I did 10 because I had a mechanical. It's just the other girls are so good. So yeah, there's no there's no room cool to be part of it. Yeah, there's no room for kind of error or anything these yeah. days in the men's and the women's categories. I think it's pretty yeah, similar. True. Yeah, which is yeah, it's cool because it it used to be a bit like bigger gaps. Mm. Uh, so it's cool that it's very competitive these days. Yeah, yeah. nice. And then Derby, did you have another? Yeah, uh, like... I had a, another concussion. Yeah. Um, so I just had like a silly crash. Like I tried, and uh, like I thought a better line, and uh-huh. this like, was in practice, right? Yeah, in practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, was it even the first? Maybe the first stage of practice. Okay. I'm not sure. No, maybe the third. Uh, anyway, I uh, just had a silly crash in a pretty high speed section uh-huh. and crashed on the head, but it didn't. I didn't thought it's like bad because mm-hmm. I didn't crash on the head first. Okay. But maybe, I don't know. Just like, come into never a know. stop quickly, I think, and yeah, like jar the brain exactly. in the skull or something and yeah. cause damage. Like, it's mad, eh? Yeah, and then I was trying to keep on riding, and mm-hmm. I was like super unstable. Like I couldn't, I I wasn't myself. I had to like yeah. walk sections, which I maybe on my first year I did that. Okay. So I was like, well, I have to like you know fo- refocus and yeah, yeah, you know, like try to be to go for it. And I was like, well, I just finished the stage, and then I watched the GoPro, whatever. And then actually, Bex and Chloe saw me, and they were like, "Are you okay? Like, you don't, you don't seem to be like hundred percent good." I was like, "Yeah, I don't know. Crashed on my head." And uh, yeah, went back to the pit. Uh, luckily, it was just there after the stage, so it was good. And um, I was looking for uh, Greg, yeah. our ex ex uh, physio, uh-huh. and he was not there. And I found uh, Tara, who's uh, who was the Rocky Mountain team manager. Yeah, yeah. And she's uh, yeah, super uh, yeah. She has a lot of experience with that. And she's like, if you're in my team, you don't ride for seven days. Okay. So there was a bit of a heartbreaking moment, breaking moment. Yeah, especially uh, so early in the season. Yeah, eh? so early. And also like, I mean, I came all the way to Tazi and I'm not racing. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, it was very hard. Yeah, so things did after that first block out in Tazi take a bit of a strange turn for you, which has created some, some challenges for the season, like... Yeah, t- I guess tell us a bit about how that happened, how you found out. and Yeah, yeah so after that, I spoke to the team manager, uh, Cam Cole, and we planned to, to do like a talk about these races uh-huh. and about the, the upcoming races. We were supposed to have a, a, like a phone call to, mm-hmm. to schedule all the flights. They wanted to do it early. And I came back home uh, and organized the national champs. So I had okay. pretty much two weeks yeah. uh, at home and until national champs. And then I got a message from the sport marketing. Uh, and anyway, uh, I was like, yeah, I'm super busy building the race village, like yeah, yeah. actually building. Yeah, like, so we should say for people that don't know, yeah. You and your partner run an enduro series out in Israel, right? Yeah, true. So yeah. Uh, Avi, my husband and I, we organize the Israel enduro series. Mm-hmm. So we usually have four or five races a year and one of them is national champs. Yeah. So that was in April, uh, just a few weeks after Tazi. Uh, so yeah, it was. I knew coming to the season, it was. it's going to be a bit stressful, but yeah. I knew 
I focus on racing, then I'm focusing on national champs. Yeah. And I had like those two months to. Yeah, the timing kind of race. fits. Yeah, yeah we had so a good it was gap. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not ideal. It's never ideal, but uh, it's it's good enough. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I got a message from the sport marketing uh, guy and he just wrote me, do you have time to talk? I'm like, well, I'm building the race village, <laughs> as you know. Uh, but if it's urgent, yeah, just call whenever. And then they called in the evening the day before practice. So I was like all out, <laughs> like putting the flags in the place. And like, yeah, it was pretty all out. Yeah. And they just like, we terminate your contract. So it was uh, him and uh, Cam Cole, the mm -hmm. team manager. And I was like, you what? Like it took me a second to understand what it even mean. Like you, you what? And then I realized and I was like, are you joking? Because they, they used to prank sometimes and right. do like... That's some, a hell of a prank if that's some, a prank. Yeah. Some boys club stuff. Uh -huh. So I was like, hmm, maybe like, are you joking? Like, and he's like, no, I'm not joking. And I was like, what? <laughs> Absolutely shocked. Yeah. Like, and I mean, all of that the day before practice of national champs. Right. And two weeks before my wedding. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that was great. They were actually even invited. So I was like, <laughs> oh, wow. It's not like they didn't know about it. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a very painful moment. Uh, I mean, I had uh, like, yeah, 10 employees. Um, yeah. <laughs> you're okay yeah i knew it might happen that's okay yeah take your time <laughs> yeah yeah so um i had well, I need you're all right yeah take whatever you need it's a big one eh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> in your time yeah yeah so at uh, national champs we had like i don't know 10 employees working for us uh -huh. and like to work with them right after this talk was you know like yeah, straight was, back into it right yeah, you can't exactly. you can't stop i couldn't yeah. i couldn't and i didn't even told my parents or anyone like yeah. just some people heard the talk so they they re realized what happened and i was like oh my god i don't have a job i mean that used to be my hobby then yeah like the israel enduro series unfortunately it doesn't make money but it used to be my hobby and i yeah. could do it while i still get a salary but i was like oh my god now like what should i do i mean and i was yeah it was really really hard to to accept it and <clears throat> under all the stress of the race and the wedding yeah, organizing the wedding is not exactly unstressful <laughs> is yeah, it like, i don't know if you ever heard or saw an israeli wedding no israeli they, wedding is it is a, a big, big deal it's a big deal <laughs> well we didn't do like the religious stuff okay, but yeah. just we just did the good part just the yeah. party and uh but that's a lot of work right yeah, like i remember how stressful the week before our wedding was like yeah there's a lot going on yeah exactly so there is a lot going on and we had a lot of guests so yeah uh, like Israeli weddings are like between 300 and 500 people. No so, way. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So it's, that's a, it's that's a, big a big party. party yeah. <laughs> exactly. So obviously you want everything to be perfect. And yeah. then I, yeah, basically came to the wedding with this feeling, as you can see. Yeah. Uh, so that was very hard. I think I probably 
cried for the next two months every single day probably oh, until no, I yeah. arrived to finale <laughs> yeah it's tough to deal with pretty, hey? pretty hard yeah yeah so how do you yeah how yeah. do you <laughs> i mean in and in and amongst all of that right you've got yeah. the national chance to do all right that's out of the way relatively quickly i guess yeah then you've got your own wedding which like we say is yeah quite a there bit was, to deal uh, with yeah um, <laughs> a like, big one yeah how do you oh, and then there was another race another one yeah yeah oh, so no it was way. the national champs <laughs> two and a half weeks yeah. the wedding and two weeks after the wedding there was an, another national race so you're flat out life you don't get yeah. a break right like you can't and just the turn life off for a bit. already yeah so how do you <laughs> yeah how do you regroup both personally mm-hmm. like pick yourself up yeah and also get to a point well a to decide whether you're gonna re- continue racing mm-hmm. or not this season yeah but then finding everything you need to go and do that. Yeah. I think there was, uh, I don't know if the hardest thing, but a very, very hard few months, like these two months of this craziness and it's mixed with happiness and sad and all of it together. Uh, Luckily, I do have amazing people around me. Uh, Avi, my husband, Mm -hmm. and my family is very supportive. And I actually this year started to train again with my cross-country old cross country uh, cross country coach yeah, yeah. Uh, that he actually pretty much taught me how to ride a bike i mean Sweet. i started racing because of him yeah and i trained with him 8 years before and then i had a break a uh-huh. few other coaches and it was pretty cool to go back racing with uh, training with him because yeah. he knows me probably better than my parents <laughs> um so i think i was pretty lucky to have him because uh he knew when I need the break and he knew when it's like, hey, if you want want to race this year, yeah, that's time to work. Yeah. Like you cannot keep on like, you know, be depressed at home. Like if you want to race in finale, yeah. this has to happen. You have to, yeah, you yeah. have to go racing. And he, he did had to do a few talks like okay. that. That's cool that he and, knows you well and enough to do so that. And it was so good. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because it was that point of like, well, I need to decide if I'm racing yeah. I go all out and I train and if I'm not, I just stop. And I think, yeah, I realized that that's not how I want to finish my career. And I was uh, like, I'm not planning to ride for 10 more years. So it's like, let's say um, I knew I'm not going to continue for longer, Uh for too long. Yeah. uh, But still I'm racing abroad since I'm 17. And yeah, I don't think that, that should be anyone's way of stop racing. Yeah, agreed. So, yeah. It's so not the I way was, to go out, is it? Yeah, exactly. And I knew yeah. I'm going to regret it for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like I used to be like, yeah, when I'm 30, I don't want to... Now I'm already 32. Uh-huh. So <laughs> maybe now I should say when I'm 40, I don't want to yeah, look back yeah, yeah. and say yeah. Look like, at Minar, right? Still yeah. going. It's all good. Yeah, well, he had a, bit, a few... Uh, one or two more achievement than I did, but... <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's uh, very impressive for sure. Yeah, he makes me feel guilty. I've always used age as an excuse, but he doesn't know. Yeah, there <laughs> yeah, he is. He destroys it, eh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's not cool for him. <laughs> you, sh- you should talk to him about it. We need it. to sort him out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was, but yeah. was it, did it take long to make that decision, to say to yourself, right, I'm not, I'm not going out like this. Let's, let's go. That's, wow, I don't even remember. I just, like, in the beginning, I was very angry. Mm-hmm. And like, I think it was a few times that I had to like, am I racing? Am I not? What's the point to yeah. race? Like, yeah. I think it, it was like a few days and sometimes I was just going on the bike and I'm like, well, I'm just gonna like, 
you know, do my best and race and hopefully I can do even better, you know? Yeah. And then other days I'm like, what, what's the point? I mean, it's like, you know, go, go full gas in neutral, you know? It's, yeah, it's, it's a bit of like, like yeah, and it's, and it's hard when you obviously, I started as a privateer like everyone else. Yeah. And then when you're full on factory team and you basically have everything, uh, obviously there is always advantage and disadvantage. But yeah. You didn't have to care too much about logistics, about uh, like your bike usually yeah. works, and yeah. you know, like it takes a lot of the weight off your shoulders. Yeah. Hey, less, you basically less need to deal to, with. mainly to ride your bike. Yeah. Uh, so it it was a bit scary for sure to decide to to go privateer. Yeah. Again, and I did try to email some people and see if there is any chance to join a team one way or another, but. Yeah. I yeah I was not surprised that all the email I sent were yeah uh, the answer was no mid season that's pretty hard right yeah and yeah. also I'm I'm aware of the situation I mean yeah, the bike industry okay. is not at its yeah. uh, best days so no it's not at the moment yeah yeah, yeah. so like uh, one of my calls was like the sentence was like it's definitely the worst year to be fired <laughs> <laughs> so I was like it's a good you. summary yeah <laughs> yeah exactly it, it it was the worst one probably. Yeah. maybe next year could be worse mm. um and yeah and then uh after the wedding I started to send more and more emails uh I think before the the wedding all the emails I sent were negative uh-huh. yeah <laughs> like the answer was negative uh, and then in one point, uh, an Israeli brand uh, named Joe's No Flats, they okay. do sealant and Yeah, yeah. I didn't know uh, they were lightning. Israeli. Yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. are. They're a really, really cool brand. Yeah. I always wanted to work with them, but uh-huh. never had a chance. Uh, they sponsor the Israel Enduro Series. Yeah. So I know them pretty well. And I called them. I was like, okay, guys, that's what happened. I really need your help. And they were like, well, we maxed our budget and I know they obviously pay to the series so yeah. i know they they do spend some money on the biking like on the yeah. uh yeah on the races yeah and they were like okay give us some some time and we let you know and they were like the first one to put some money in and i was like okay and actually that was the point that from from there it was just good answers yeah. and strange like how it every, just turned huh? it's really it was crazy and yeah. it was just before I think Novomesto World Cup. So yeah, nobody okay. answered the emails for yeah. a while. And then suddenly after they said yes, like they're going to help. Obviously, it's not a massive amount, but it's, it got me covered for the first first race at yeah. least. And yes, yeah, so from there on, uh, I got uh, DT Swiss uh, helped me out with wheels, mm-hmm. which that's a big thing because uh, in Enduro, uh, <laughs> you need you need that support. and. Yeah. I used to ride DT Swiss when I was a privateer, so okay. that was super cool. Yeah, and then Shimano were keen to help me with the part support, which is perfect. Yeah, yeah. the perfect thing. I mean, yeah. I ride Shimano since two thousand eight. Yeah, they saved a lot of my races, so <laughs> I was like stoked. And then, yeah, slowly it just got better and better. And yeah. the, um, the Israel Premier Tech, the mm-hmm. road professional team, yeah, uh, they helped me out to cover the expenses. Wow. And then somehow, thanks to Vali Salbach, uh, yeah. uh, hooked me up. And no way. Yeah. And Amazing. now uh, Michelin uh, yeah. tires are on board. And okay. it's just like every, I don't know, every couple of weeks or months, somebody else joined. And yeah. Fox suspension helps me out as well. So uh-huh. 100% with clothing. So yeah. just like, honestly, like every 
every week it was someone else and that gives a lot of uh motivation and just like to see i'm not i'm not alone you know yeah, and yeah. like to get some support from the industry in especially in these days yeah. i mean it's not for me it's not obvious because yeah. i i am i know what's going on yeah so. it's hard for brands to find yeah, extra money exactly. but it's cool that people especially want in the middle help. of the year yeah yeah because yeah, mm. no one's expecting it right so yeah. yeah it's definitely a tricky place to be that must have started exactly. to make you feel good though exactly yeah, yeah. there was like the, the point that i'm like okay i'm back back yeah. on track and yeah. Uh, I still didn't have a frame sponsor. Yeah. Uh, there were a few brands I was talking to, but no one had a frame so quickly. And I knew I go to Finale um, with the old uh, GT bikes I had. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I knew I I didn't want to race the the enduro bike. Yeah. Yeah. So I I liked the the trail bike okay. pretty much, yeah. and uh, I it's pretty like. Um, let's say, a bit of a risk to okay. take a trail bike to an enduro race. Yeah. Uh, it was, I think, 140 at the, in the back mm -hmm. and 150 in front. Yeah. Uh, so it was a bit of a, a risk, yeah. but uh, I said, well, um, you know, it's a team improvised, so uh, <laughs> let's go. Um, yeah, so I just went to Finale, uh, knowing I'm racing these bikes. I was lucky enough, and Karina Capellari, yeah. uh, she borrowed me her car, so... <laughs> That was cool. It was full-on team improvised, so she was the team manager for, for a while. <laughs> nice. And that was cool. Yeah. And yeah, just came to Finale fully like like nobody knew what's going on. Yeah. Because uh, I was not really allowed to say much. Mm -hmm. um, and everyone were like, why you're not with the team? And you know, it was super awkward that's, to yeah, see the team Yeah, that's horrible to sort of have to have those conversations oh, it was as well. so hard, yeah. yeah. Especially to see the team, like that was painful. Yeah. They created those uh, pink jerseys uh -huh. and that was supposed to be for me because from day one I asked for the pink oh, jersey. No. And then I see them with the pink jersey that were like, oh my God, that's painful. That's brutal. So that was hard. Yeah. Uh, definitely hard, but I was lucky that Avi uh, kind of uh, stopped working for a while and nice. joined me for the races so i was very lucky thank yeah. you avi props to avi yeah <laughs> yeah that was uh, definitely the the coolest thing yeah. that he could join that was a That's good amazing. experience to do together yeah. yeah so you practiced at pietra on the trail oh, bike yeah. it's pietra too yeah and yeah. then there was a conversation with common exactly so <laughs> i saw them over there and obviously i tried to reach them out but they were like pretty busy uh -huh. and we didn't manage to talk and then we just saw each other in pietra yeah and they were like yeah come by after practice and we talk and then cecile wrote me a message on instagram get ready to ride a real bike <laughs> <laughs> Love it. and i was like what does she mean? <laughs> I'm like, maybe she knows something I don't. Okay, went to that meeting uh, right after practice, like super quick. Um, and it was, uh, the schedule was, I think Friday was uh, practice, mm -hmm. Saturday off, Sunday was the race. Yeah. Uh, so we did have the day off. Um, and yeah, met with them and they were like, okay, so we have this one frame in Nice. We can drive, bring it, and we build a bike for you overnight. And I was like, wait, you, you want me to race it already like <laughs> this week? I was like, oh, wow, that's, uh, I don't know. You know, like I usually don't, wouldn't even change grips or yeah, like handlebar because yeah. I'm super, like I, I need, need it to be the same as I train. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, you know what, whatever, team improvise, let's go. And it was the 
the V5. They yeah. haven't launched it yet yeah. at that time. And I was like, okay, let's do it. Like I always been curious and I think they're a really, really cool brand. And yeah, just uh, <laughs> gave it a go. Uh, they called me at like 4 p.m. And yeah. they were like, okay, the bike are ready. We pick you up. Uh, we do some shuttling. I felt like a complete princess. There were like four of them in the car with the mechanic. No and way. And just like So this is the evening out. before the race. That's, yeah, 4 p.m. the <laughs> Friday, the Saturday before the race yeah. or Friday. I don't know. No yeah. way. And so you just went out with all the crew to like help you get set up. and Exactly. So I still had the parts uh, from my GT. Yeah. Uh, so... Like the brakes didn't work because I think it was in yeah never mind like the brakes were like the probably the brake pads were okay uh, dirty or whatever yeah so it didn't work so I went in the like first trail yeah five seconds in I'm like oh my god this but honestly five seconds in I'm like this bike should be illegal it's like too good no way like so I don't know like so sick yeah. And that I couldn't break. <laughs> so I had a bit of an almost. Um, yeah. And then just did the two or three run on mini Champery. Yeah. And I was like, well, let's just, let's just give it a go. Let's There's go, nothing yeah. I can lose at this point. And yeah. I was like, yeah, it's for sure better spirit to race with a bike. I know the people care about me and want to help. So. Yeah. Yeah, just gave it a go, and everyone were a bit shocked in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, "Wait, you race, you train a different bike, and now you're racing this bike? Like, what's going on?" It's gonna be a on? first, isn't it? I don't think many people yeah. have trained and raced on the on different brands. Different, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll take Wild. that. Wild. So, what like what was your attitude coming into that race? Was it anger? Like, I want to prove this. Was it like no mm. pressure? Like everything's been all up in the air. Let's just go and see what happens. Like, how did you? What was going on in your head? I don't I think a bit of everything. Uh, we always say no pressure, but it never works. Yeah, I mean, there it's, is, it's easy to say and hard to believe, isn't it? I don't think anyone start a race without pressure. Okay. I don't like even when we say it. I don't think it's possible because obviously you want to do your best. Yeah. So you put the pressure on yourself, but you you can be a little bit less stressed maybe. But for sure. Yeah, but it's uh, it's not easy for sure. Um, I think it was a bit of everything. Of course, I wanted to prove. Of course, I wanted to, you know first uh first race to be on the podium and uh but yeah it was uh, not realistic obviously <laughs> uh yeah just wanted to be like top 10 and just to to enjoy was yeah. the bigger part just to you know be back and really enjoy riding because yeah it was a while since i really 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 enjoyed it um and it was really good. I'd had a horrible back pain because the saddle was different uh, uh, no angles way. than yeah, I used to. Yeah, because you hadn't done any long pedals on it, right? No, You've just done some not, shuttle runs. Not even, not even uh, 10 minutes, yeah. like nothing. So, yeah, my back was absolutely fucked. Sorry about <laughs> it. Um, but other than that, I had so much fun and I was like so impressed about what, why it was basically just a frame and the wheels mm -hmm. were different and all the rest was the same. And I was like... I didn't even know it could be such a big difference. Yeah. And it was so cool. And yeah. And then I was like, okay, there we go. That's eighth, a fresh eighth, start. Eighth place. Yeah. In that field in 2023 on a bike you've done three runs on <laughs> and never pedaled on. Yeah. That, you mean you got to be, you got to be pretty happy with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To be <laughs> fair, I, wa I was happy. Yeah. I mean, I always want more. I mean, yeah. I'm a of course racer you're, in you're my an blood. Athlete. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Of course, yeah. but uh, yeah, I was very, very happy with it, and especially, 
yeah, happy to work with the Comensal family. Like they made me feel like in one day, they made me feel like part of the family. And nice. I thought we will have to be like full on privateer, you know, like out of the parking lot to, I don't know, you know, like to, yeah. Uh, to, yeah, just be on our own. And suddenly I had a, a pit with a coffee machine and a party after after the <laughs> race. And it was like everyone helping me out and a mechanic. and. Yeah. It's actually so cool. And then I realized Comensal have this uh, privateer support. Uh, so they have a tent for mm -hmm. all the privateer riding Comensal. Ah, and nice. actually everyone can use it. And yeah. it's so cool to just have a brand that put so much investment in, in the privateers. Because yeah. what's the you, future, right? Yeah, because you but... just buy a Comensal and you go yeah. there and you, you have somewhere to leave your stuff yeah. and a mechanic if you need some help. So... Uh, that's cool i didn't I realize they did stoked. that yeah yeah i didn't realize too and i yeah. told them how come you never publish it like yeah they never say anything it's just it's just there and crazy yeah, hopefully now they'll start but it's so super cool yeah very yeah. cool so yeah you come off the back of that eighth you've got this new bike i'm guessing you want to try and get a bit of time on it before the next mm. race because there was there a week gap between that and lear gang yeah true yeah uh so we went uh riding a bit in a few bike parks uh and then we went pretty early to uh leogang salbach because yeah. uh, we we could stay at uh, valley's house uh, of course my my sponsor yeah, yeah, yeah. thanks valley <laughs> yeah thanks valley and mama and papa thank you um so yeah we stayed uh, we stayed there so yeah. that was cool uh and uh yeah just uh rode a bit and was it easier coming into that next race? Because there's less questions to be answered, like people are more aware of what's going on. You've had some time on the bike. Yeah. Did you feel more comfortable? Yeah, I think especially like not having to explain everyone what's going on. Yeah. I think that was a bit easier. Like Pietro was super hard mentally yeah. to deal with. Um, so that was better. And then, yeah, I had quite a big expectations from, from that race because uh -huh. I was like, wow, I'm riding with one of the best bikes out there. I'm already used to it, so I really, really wanted to do well. Yeah. And yeah, I was a bit disappointed, to be honest. Okay. Because um, I'm like, I already felt like I know the bike in Pietra yeah. after not riding it, because it's just like super easy to get used to. Um, and then I thought, well, in, in Lörgang, Salbach, I should be, it should be good. Like, yeah. And uh, yeah, just... Uh, I was just a bit too slow <laughs> or okay. the other girls were too fast. Uh -huh. I don't know what's the answer. Do you think you, do you think like that the the stress and everything that came with that period from when you were told to when you kind of came back to the racing do you think not what well, the stress is on your body and on your system right you don't mm. have as much capacity to train. Yeah. You had a lot going on and yeah. and all of that. Do you think maybe you lost some fitness and some sharpness through that? I think I always live with the too big of uh, stress in my body. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, I, I do that a lot. Uh -huh. uh, like I have a lot of stress because I'm always, I like to do 1 million things and that's probably my biggest problem as an athlete <laughs> that I like to do too many things. Yeah. So I always struggle to actually recover. Okay. But that was definitely next level with yeah. everything, with the happiness and uh, like with the good things and the bad things. Uh, yeah. That was definitely next level, even for myself. <laughs> uh, and also a lot of energy of like finding those new sponsors and getting it all sorted. And yeah. like everything was definitely a struggle and not ideal. And also to get used to it that I need to take care of stuff. I mean, mm -hmm. I used to... Uh, you know, finish training and 
go back the next day and I have the suspension serviced and everything. And now I have to like take off the suspension, give it to Fox. They're like uh, super, super helpful yeah. and they, they do the service, but still to put it back in and then choose the tires. And I had like few options with tires. So I didn't know which, which brand I should choose. Yeah, and it yeah. was like, it was like pretty, pretty hard to decide things. Um, yeah, there's more mental and physical load on you, I guess, yeah. right? Yeah, and usually you do that in the off-season. Like, yeah. even if the team swap tires, tire brands or whatever, yeah, you, you test it. You test it. Yeah. And I already did, did that with, yeah. with the other, uh, like, with the team. And yeah. then uh, then I had to do it all over again <laughs> between, like, three brands. So I was like, wow, that's a bit overwhelming. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, eventually... May- well, I never know. Like, I don't know if it's an excuse to say, like... But... You're not the sort of person to make an excuse, I'm sure. But, like, <laughs> it's not going to have helped, is it? Yeah. Yeah, the bottom line was that, yeah, I wasn't fast as I wanted to be. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, like, as I said, like, the other girls are super prepared. They they didn't... They didn't took any time off, and they yeah. just worked so hard. So, obviously you said no room for mis- for mistakes yeah. and there is actually no room for mistakes and you need to have a pretty dialed off season in order to perform in the first block of racing and i yeah. had almost like two off seasons i would say and both of them didn't work out well <laughs> so i was definitely a step a step behind yeah and at least from where i wanted to be yeah um seventh place still a solid result seventh in val de faso as well i think yeah true yeah uh so actually val de faso was a funny one because i was like okay val de faso is my race um i I have to be on the podium (laughs) i'm like now it's time to go back to the podium it's been a while but okay that will be my race i love this place italy such good vibes good food uh, the sun was out most of the time <laughs> so I was like okay that would be my my race uh, then obviously it started raining um, but I was like okay okay I can I can I can be okay with the rain somehow yeah. like sometimes it, it works out and yeah it was uh, yeah in a really good mood then I had a stupid crash in practice I still don't know if it was a small concussion there uh, or okay. not um but yeah, anyway, I did the race and at the longest stage, uh, I finished fourth. But then few people told me, oh my God, you're fourth. So I was sure I'm fourth overall. Okay, yeah. And only after the race, I realized I was fourth on the stage. Oh no. <laughs> but I came into the last stage knowing I'm fourth. Yeah. And there was this uh, new uh, thing when they... Uh, they recede. Yeah, yeah recede. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Um and then I'm like, wait, I should be fourth. <laughs> What's going on here? So imagine I'm like full on, okay, I'm going to send it the last stage. I want to be on the podium. Yeah. I think there were only a few seconds. Like it was achievable. Yeah. And I was like, I go all out. And then I'm like, wait, I'm not even... I'm not even fourth. <laughs> like, what's going on here? So I was standing on the line, realizing I'm sixth. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like fully confused, didn't know if I oh, should no. send it or not. And I was like, okay, never mind. I'm yeah. just gonna send it anyway. Yeah. And uh, had a small crash, so eventually finished finished seventh. Yeah. And was pretty <laughs> mentally broken from this one. Oh no! Yeah, that's hard. Eh? To have felt yeah. like you're on with a you know a good shot at the podium to then yeah have that well at least I thought yeah, yeah 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 because I I never ride with a phone because okay. uh, usually the Sunday is a work day in Israel okay and I don't want to get <laughs> one million messages <laughs> so I I never ride with the phone okay. so 
I usually don't know the results. Like yeah. sometimes I hear or I look, uh, but this time I was just, yeah, trying to focus on racing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was di- pretty disappointed disappointed to find out I'm uh, seventh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, still got to be happy that, I mean, top 10 these days, it's... It's a really good not, result, yeah. Yeah, it's not easy. Yeah. Uh, but just, yeah, I just wanted more. Yeah. Um, yeah, so story a, rough, of my life. <laughs> a, r- a rough second block of racing. Yeah. But you got through it. Yeah, And then true. we've had, which maybe was a really good thing, this kind of true. unusual long summer off for, yeah. uh, <laughs> for the discipline, right? Like, how have you capitalized on the on that summer break because it must have been actually a bit of a godsend yeah so i went home for a couple days uh just to like uh reset a bit not really because i had a lot of things to do at home Uh so it's always like a little bit of a reset but also a lot of work uh and then i was actually here in morzin for the summer okay um and that's when i realized i maybe had a concussion in uh Cannot say because uh-huh. I had full-on concussion symptoms. Uh, no but way. the other hand, I was okay-ish at the race. Yeah. So I, it, it was like pretty weird. But for two weeks, I was absolutely, like I couldn't, I couldn't ride. I couldn't ride the bike park. I couldn't. If I would look backward, and then look back, yeah. uh, to the front, I was like completely dizzy, and it was like all the, pretty much. If I would tell you, you would say yeah. like, oh, concussion. it's a concussion. Yeah. But then I was like, how can it be? So it was super strange, but maybe it's also the stress you were talking about. Who knows, yeah. Body yeah. can do funny things, huh? Hey? Yeah, exactly. So you never know. Yeah. So anyway, uh came here with, yeah, really wanted to, okay, that's time to work. Yeah. And then had to pretty much rest for two weeks. And then slowly it started to, to get better. Okay. Uh, so Avi, my husband, worked here for an Israeli tourism company. Ah, nice. So he had to be here for the summer. So yeah. it it went out, worked out pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was lucky enough to to have a proper place for practice. And yeah. Israel is pretty hot in uh, July, <laughs> August. So you don't want to be there unless you go to the beach. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was really really stoked and got to ride with a lot of fast people around here. So so that was cool. Yeah. Uh, went in the, like in the last couple of weeks. Went to Switzerland to Lux to okay. hang out with my favorite twins. Yes, because uh, they've got a was, place out there, yeah, like a bike true. hotel thing. Is yeah, it? Yeah, uh, it's it's called the Flem Lodge. I hope okay. I pronounce it correctly. They're gonna kill me otherwise. <laughs> um, and it's a really really cool uh, bike uh, lodge. Yeah, yeah. And obviously the best coffee. If you know the of twins course. good enough, you you know it's gonna be the best coffee. Yeah. And yeah, just like probably the best place to be for a mountain bike vacation. So yeah. uh, there was a Swiss Enduro race. So I did that. I thought uh-huh. it would be a good preparation and good times with the girls. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, in the middle, even uh, visited uh, Natalie Schneider, who just won World Champs uh, e-bike. Yeah. So that was cool. Nice. Yeah. So it was a little yeah. uh, vacation from the Morzin uh, craziness. Yeah. And yeah, was uh, here for the last week and then... Back home, actually, because this season hasn't been crazy enough. <laughs> so I was back home for my baby brother's wedding. Okay. Uh, so I have two brothers. So yeah. the younger one decided to get married a couple of days before Ludonville. Thank Perfect. you. Perfect. Good scheduling. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so I had I was uh, home for about a week. Yeah. And uh, flew really last minute uh, to Ludonville. So uh, the wedding finished at like. 
3 a.m. on the Wednesday and <laughs> 7 a.m. we were already on the plane. Whoa, perfect so, prep for a race. Exactly. I mean, what can go wrong? <laughs> so, yeah, luckily I had a lot of uh, help and support. Uh, Morgan Schar took my stuff uh, nice. from here to yeah. Ludonville and uh, Comensal prepared my bike. I sent it to them and they could they prepared it. So yeah. I was very, very lucky to have like I, I'm just feeling super lucky to have all these amazing people around me that's ace in a way like one door closes and many others have opened right you yeah, get to see exactly. the compassion and the support of some awesome humans exactly. which is it's yeah. nice eh? there's some cool that's people very, around yeah definitely touching and it was a very like very fun and yeah like beautiful thing to see that yeah. how amazing the mountain bike community is and definitely these two months were one of the hardest of my life, mm-hmm. uh, but the outcome uh, of it was good. If I could just keep the pain of the of <laughs> yeah. these two months and uh, destroyed of uh, self confident and self image, then uh, it would be. It w- I would say they did me a favor. But <laughs> yeah, 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 hard to <laughs> yeah, yeah, hard exactly. to take the pain to yeah, get the exactly. benefits. But yeah, it yeah. sounds like some good hard things. Hard to get over it for sure. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. But yeah, now definitely happy and uh, yeah, very thankful for yeah. all the people who helped me out. Cause good. Yeah, that's a big thing. I like it. So feeling good coming into Ludenvier then? Yeah, I felt good. Like I knew I, I'm i a bit of, uh, yeah, a little bit too much alcohol in my blood <laughs> and maybe a little bit lack of uh, <laughs> sleep. I mean, my brother, I mean, it's my baby brother. Hopefully he gets married only once. So yeah, I had to be, be there. Yeah. yeah, that's something I always said, like, I would never miss like a wedding of a good friend of, yeah. or one of my family members. So I'm happy I did that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I came to the race and I told Avi on the way there, I was like, just remind me the race is on Saturday and don't be stressed about it because there is still a couple of days to go. Maybe practice not, but for the race day, I should be fine. Yeah. And then we get there and there is those rumors saying that maybe they're going to schedule the race for the day before because yeah. there is a big storm coming. And I'm like, oh my <laughs> God, please not. <laughs> Obviously, that's what happened and which was a good decision for everyone just yeah, not for yeah. me <laughs> and uh, yeah so uh the race was on the friday instead of the saturday yeah so i didn't have much time to sleep or rest so it was like i don't know like 50 hours after the wedding i was already racing no way um yeah but was trying to come with like super good mood and i said like it is what it is and you can always do like sometimes you start training and you're tired and you have a good training so yeah i was in that mindset and then uh, started the first stage and crashed pretty quickly. I think it's on the drone somewhere. Oh, really? I hope the ESO can find it. Yeah. yeah that will be sick. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just crashed on a grass corner. So lost some time there. Yeah. And then in one point I had a, like a bad cramp and a flat tire. Uh-huh. And that was my stage one. <laughs> Brilliant. I was like, okay, maybe fun is not so fast after <laughs> all. <laughs> and yeah, I was really, really pissed off. And I was like almost willing to quit. But I was like, no way, I, w- I will never quit. Uh, but you know, this thought just go through your head. Like yeah. maybe I should just quit. But yeah, ended up climbing up uh, to the second stage. And I was like, okay, just put it behind, put a little bit more air in the, ba- mm-hmm. in the tire, uh, a lot of plugs in. Yeah. And um yeah, I did a pretty good stage. Uh, I'm not sure how I finished, but um, if I'm not wrong, I finished fifth on the okay. second one. Yeah. Uh, and then we had a tech tech zone, mm-hmm. uh, so I could swap tire again and start fresh. Had yeah. some coffee, so that always helps. 
And uh, yeah, started fresh and uh, had a bit of ups and downs with the stage results, uh-huh. but finished uh, fifth. And fourth, I was, I thought. Four, no, I think fifth. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately. Hmm. Uh, yeah, the it's, other four but, but were faster. We're on the climb, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a climb, definitely. Uh, yeah, so I was like, when I saw bef- at the feed zone, I, I looked at the results and uh-huh. I was like, okay. I was, I think, seventh. Right. But only like three or four seconds ahead. Okay. Uh, behind uh top five and i was like i have to finish top five i mean this is i have to be on the top five (laughs) and i got to the bottom and i was like so stoked i'm finally where i want to be yeah so it took some time (laughs) um yeah but eventually i made it and i was yeah very very stoked yeah it must feel good to be back in that top five i know you want more but like yeah i mean you all yeah I guess we all want more, but yeah. uh, for sure this top five thing is is a big deal, especially now when the level is so high and after everything happened, yeah, um, it was a, a very a very good uh, yeah. It's like shows that hard work pays, pays definitely, off, so. definitely, yeah, and sticking cool. with it, right? Yeah, exactly. That's the thing; it's the grit and determination that you put in to keep going and yeah. to make it happen for yourself that pays back, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hard work though. Hey, so we're in Leger. Um yeah. We've got this combined, it's the first like festival event, mm-hmm. I guess they're calling it. So we've got all the disciplines here. Um, and Enduro runs kind of next week in Chatel. Yeah, true. Um, which is not too far away. Yeah. And so it's the Haute Savoie region, I think. And we've had a few of these combined events. This is the first one in that format where there's mm-hmm. kind of no massive overlap between the Enduro and, and downhill. We've had others so Luden VA and Lear Gang where the scheduling was kind of different and there was downhill and injury going on at similar times how are you finding this combined event stuff like it's super nice to see everyone in the same spot like it's ace having literally the whole sport here this week but yeah I guess it's a challenge like there's a lot of things going on it's not always straightforward and it also means that the people that were doing a bit of downhill a bit of enduro and and kind of combining struggle to do that but yeah, yeah how do you feel that's going because it's very different this year yeah, um, I think like when I first saw that Enduro becomes a UCI thing and like an actual World Cup, Yeah, I thought it's pretty cool. But then they published that it's combined events uh-huh. and we are on the Wednesday, like in Leogang, for example. And I was like, oof, that doesn't seem to be like the right thing for Enduro. Okay. From what perspective? Like from a coverage perspective or? I think everything. Okay. Also, there were like barely people on the trails yeah okay who can you can't take wednesday off to spectate yeah yeah yeah. exactly so uh i think it becomes a bit of a side event Uh which or like um you know like the the little show before the big show yeah okay (laughs) so that's how it felt and i guess Um, you've you you know you're used to enduro was always this thing on its own so it was always the big show right yeah that's that's how it felt i mean I, i came from cross country and yeah i mainly raced uh, junior and under 23 only few elite races and yeah. it's always like when you're a junior you want to be under 23 when you're under 23 you want to be elite and then when you're elite you're like oh wow I'm part <laughs> of the big show and yeah. it's a big show yeah and then came to enduro and it was super cool like there were a lot of spectators and i did felt like we got better coverage every year mm-hmm. and i think the last year was pretty good already and then they started those rumors about live uh, broadcasting yeah, for the like the pro stage and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And actually, that was 
I was sure that this year it's gonna start. Yeah. And I uh, was pretty disappointed to see it didn't. Like okay. in Leogang, the, we did the, the finish of the DH. Yeah. And I thought the purpose would be, because obviously it's not easy to, to make it happen. So yeah. I thought the purpose would be that we can we can actually have a one stage yeah, uh, broadcast. Yeah, televised, yeah. Uh, and then we found out it's not. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> and we ended up at like 8 p.m. doing the last stage after waiting two hours at the pit. And the last stage is like a gnarly DH track. It's like the old DH, DH track. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so it wasn't what I thought. Uh-huh. And I did thought that Enduro will take the heat a bit, a bit of the new organization uh-huh. and i thought you know it's a bit of like enduro is the small brother and you know if somebody needs to take the hit it would be enduro because yeah yeah the money is where uh is in cross country and the age and yeah it would make sense but i was a bit surprised it went that more deep. of a hit than you thought yeah, yeah exactly okay. yeah yeah i think uh, it enduro took a big a big hit for yeah sure. yeah do you yeah. think it will recover from that do you think that as as the organization becomes more familiar, more up to speed with like everything they need to be doing with the live broadcast stuff that they'll be able to bring more focus back to the Endura. Cause it felt like there was, like you say, there was that intention there. I think they try, I'm not sure if, I, if I'm factually correct, but I thought they trialed everything for a live broadcast pro staging in Leithen last year, maybe yeah. like I thought they had some yeah, cameras and some technology and stuff. Yeah. So it was obviously the, there was an intention there to do that. I wonder if that, it's still on the table like that's a good question i actually never had a chance to talk to any of the ews okay. or eso people yeah uh like that because uh, they seem to be pretty busy these days <laughs> yeah. um i don't even know if they know like okay. I'm, I'm not sure there is some rumors uh that there's always some rumors sounds there. like super bad for enduro so uh-huh. i hope they're not correct um and i i do hope like i know from um I organize super small races compared to uh-huh. to this, obviously. And I think it's, yeah, eventually it's all about money. Mm-hmm. And I think to broadcast one stage, it's not that hard. Okay. I mean, maybe to do it full on like the DH, maybe it's hard. Yeah. But I think they could do something or maybe we do the stage twice or uh-huh. maybe, you know, like they could find some solution of at least one stage. Yeah. And also there used to be, I think, a, a bit of a better coverage overall. And once okay. we kind of racing against the age and cross country, we have no chance as mm. Enduro. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah, they are here for way longer. And I mean, the age is the Formula One of mountain biking so or cycling. I don't know. Yeah. And I don't think we can ever compete with that. And cross country is here for years. So I think Enduro should be on his own and it's okay to be under the UCI and to be a World Cup. Yeah. Uh, but either to find a way to combine it better. Yeah. With only like in Ludonville, it was a bit better, but then uh-huh. the schedule changed and la la la. So it was it was uh, pretty hard eventually. And, yeah. and we did feel it. Like we raced on the Friday and there were not so many people on track. Okay. And last year we raced there and there were like a lot of spectators. So you could... You could feel the difference. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's very, very interesting to see what yeah. the future brings. Yeah, it's sure. early days, right, for the new yeah. the new version of mountain bike racing. Yeah, and, uh, exactly. Who knows what will change over yeah. the next few years. Personally, I like the old version better. Okay. I think, uh, yeah, we spoke spoke to some people. I think 2019 
was like pretty much the the peak you know yeah the peak exactly <laughs> yeah. and I, I hope enduro will be back there and hopefully there's another peak that's higher we just haven't seen it yet exactly that's what, in the what we hope so Fingers for the crossed. whole industry <laughs> yeah yeah definitely yeah, exactly so the it's been a tough year. Hopefully, yeah. it's all on the up. It feels like you're in a good space. There's been a, there's been more smiling than tears in the last <laughs> however long we've True. been sat chatting, which is a good thing. Um, lessons learned? Like what? What do you feel you've learned from all of this? I think the biggest thing I learned is to never sign a contract without a lawyer approving okay. it. And also, yeah, like I I wish I could say more, but to young younger riders, like just don't sign contracts just uh-huh. like that because sometimes like a big team comes to you and like they're like oh yeah there you go like this is the offer and you would just sign it because it's like oh my god it's it's so my cool. dream to be yeah, a professional yeah. in a factory team and it's not always things are not always how they look like and uh-huh. especially today with instagram every everything you you think you know everything yeah but most of the team i don't know all but obviously most of the team have their own issues and not every team fits everyone. Yeah. And I think it's important to know what you're going into and to ask the right questions. And so, yeah, if you're a, a junior or a beginner uh, signing a contract, make sure you, yeah, you ask yeah. someone who knows, maybe ask other riders what they think. Yeah. And yeah, I wish the industry would be a bit more fair. I was pretty surprised that there is no like rider representative or anyone who like the UCI doesn't defend riders. Um, And it was pretty sad to see that there is no legal um, depart departure at the UCI that actually take care of the riders. Okay. Uh, So I hope for mountain biking, I guess in cross country is the same because in, in road you, you have to follow certain rules and you Uh have to like ensure your riders and, there is a lot of rules you have to do. Yeah. And in mountain biking, as far as I know, uh, there is not that many rules. And okay, interesting. Yeah, so I hope uh, I hope uh, riders will check check their contracts a bit better. And yeah, I think I think that's the the biggest thing that I learned. And mm-hmm. yeah, just to stay loyal to myself and and yeah, do do what I love and yeah, to enjoy to enjoy what I do. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, tough year. Feels like we're coming out the end of it. Off season is rapidly approaching us. Mm-hmm. What are your plans? Like, how do you f- do? You want? Are you like enjoying having this more ad hoc structure that you've put together? Do you want to get back towards that like factory team support? How are you thinking about next year? That's a good question. <laughs> these days, um, so yeah. To be honest, uh, when I signed my last contract with GT, I told them that would be either the last contract or I do one more year. Uh-huh. Uh, so obviously after this messy year, I really want to do next year. Yeah. But I think if I do it, next year is going to be my last race, uh, my last year as a full-time racer. Okay. Uh, I mean, I haven't been home in 15 years for like actually <laughs> being home. And uh, so I would, yeah, would love to start my new, a new chapter. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, before that, I would, I would love to do a full year of, racing well with good people around me nice. um so i don't know if if these days we if a team would take me because i'm not uh, not gonna lie about okay. it uh, i'm yeah. just gonna do this one more season yeah uh i mean you never say never but that's that's the plan anyway uh-huh. um so yeah uh 
I don't know if a team would take a rider for one year, uh, unless they're very cool. If you are, let me know. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm trying to build to build my own uh, program for next year or just a privateer. Yeah. And we'll see. I don't know if Avi would be able to take all like so so much time off work, but I guess we go with the flow. A team improvise. He's yeah, back on, and like uh, yeah, hopefully we don't have to improvise so much this year, <laughs> and we can just uh, uh, just plan it in advance. Um, so there are some races we do in the off season in Israel, uh, which should do four or five until after Chatel between Chatel and the first uh, EWS yeah. or I don't know the name right now uh, ESO uh, Enduro whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, I really hope I can find uh, some more partners that can help me out to to do that season and finish yeah. my career on a high note. Nice. Mind. Where do people get in touch with you if they want to get involved? Like where's the best like DM on an Instagram or Yeah, like, probably Instagram yeah. or yeah, I don't I don't think I should put my email. No, 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 no that's fair. <laughs> yeah, enough. probably Instagram so if would people, be If brands are listening and they're yeah. like oh, I'd like to see I'd be part of this story for next yeah, year. Yeah, that would be sick. Yeah. I would uh, definitely love that. Nice. And yeah, hoping to yeah, to find the right people to work with and Cool. Just to yeah to to give it my best and know that I finished my career uh, after doing my best and giving it giving it all. Yeah, good yeah, stuff. That would be cool. If people want to follow that uh, season, where should they be looking? What's is it at Noga? Yeah, so it's uh, Noga Korem. Yeah, all one word. On, uh, yeah, on Instagram. Yeah. I'll stick yeah. links in the show notes to that. Oh, what if people cheers. want to check out the Israel Enduro series? Has that got a website? So we, we actually don't have a website okay. because I did I did started to do a website yeah. on Wix. And then I saw, I thought like, who looks in the website? Everyone are on Instagram on and Facebook. And, yeah. So yeah, we do most of the communication through Instagram and Facebook. Okay. It's Israel Enduro. Okay. Uh, so you can check that out. And yeah. you guys are more than welcome to come and try one of our races it's nice. a bit of a i would say compared to europe it's a mini enduro but okay it's really good Fun. atmosphere and so. an interesting place to visit i'm sure like yeah i've definitely I never mean, been so be yeah cool. then you should you should come it's there one of the sickest places for sure nice. i mean for me tel aviv is one of the nicest city yeah. in the world and israel is definitely interesting place and it's very different than what you think it is or what yeah. you see in the news so nice. i think there will be cool to visit yeah i'll put it on the list all right nice one Nega. well thank you for sharing your story i know thank it's you. not necessarily been easy but i'm glad <laughs> exactly. to see you're in a good spot thank um, you i hope chatel goes well for you yes and that you have a good off season amazing. and i look forward to seeing you fired up and well supported for mm. uh what might well be the swan song but yeah yeah nice thank one. you so much thanks mate thank you cheers see you <laughs> that's it for this episode with Noga. I really hope you've enjoyed listening. Don't forget that until the end of the year, you can get 10% off at Misspent Summers using the code DOWNTIME. That's all in lowercase, including the D, as well as 20% off site-wide at We Are One Composites using the code DOWNTIME December 2023. That's DOWNTIME with a capital D, December also with a capital D, followed by the number 2023 with no spaces. If you want to help support the podcast, then the best way to do that is by heading over to patreon.com forward slash downtime podcast and setting up a donation. That's Patreon spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. I know that times are tough right now for a lot of people, so if that doesn't work for you, then no worries. But if you can support, then it is much appreciated. Don't forget that our merch is now delivering locally in the US as well as the UK and we've got new products. So whether it's t-shirts, sweatshirts and hoodies or mugs, stickers and tote bags, we've got you covered over at downtimepodcast.com forward slash shop. 
Make sure you're following the podcast by hitting that button in your podcast app now or by heading to downtimepodcast.com forward slash follow. You can also get a bit of extra downtime by signing up to our newsletter at downtimepodcast.com forward slash newsletter. All right, that's it for today. We're going to have another awesome episode coming up really soon. But until next time, get out and ride. <laughs>